0: The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba.
1: I'm one with the Force of Forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Well, that's us start somewhere.
0: Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 154, recorded August 25th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. The other half of the team is?
1: Michael Diaz. That's me. Hey, Michael.
0: Look, two weeks in a row. Look at that. We're recording two weeks in a row.
1: Two weeks in a row. That's right. Well, that's what happens when you don't have vacation right it's, it's or work or work yeah right exactly These, life, this is uh this is not our day job this is our full life
0: job. is is not vacation I don't want uh, listeners to think that
1: no so. if we got paid for this I'd be okay with it
0: but right now we don't well we do we have some great patreon people that have helped us correct so help us that that I'm extremely thankful for because it's allowing us Literally to do this show um, without us um, spending a lot of money on our own, so it's very, very helpful. Very, very appreciative. We broke even last year, which is all I really want.
1: <laughs> there you go. I guess what I meant was uh, we don't make enough where I can quit my day job. How about that? You did quit your day job and got another one. Well, <laughs> yeah, but those podcast isn't paying for it. <laughs>
0: Not yet. Wouldn't it be something? That would be something. Not yet. What a week. Lots of stuff. Lots of news. Um, why don't we just dive right in? You wrote all this news, my friend, so I'm going to have you lead it. You, you are the Ted Koppel of,
1: well, <laughs> of the Convercast. <laughs> First off, and I know I'm excited about this. I don't. Did you watch season three of Umbrella Academy yet, or are you not going to? I, I may when I exhaust some things. I mean, I, like Not
0: the, I didn't like the second season that much, to be honest with you.
1: See, I like the second season more than the first. So, And now I want to go so far as to say is I like the third season more than the second. So I am particularly excited that it was announced today, the day of this recording. It's a couple days old by the time you hear this. But Umbrella Academy has been renewed by Netflix for seasons four and a final fifth season. So two more seasons to come. Cool
0: i'm excited cool cool it's very cool um well, i mean they need the ip right like netflix is like what do we do i didn't hear that they haven't even talked about renewing sandman for a
1: season two yet like that's not even talked about yet which bums yeah, me. it's out. it's gotten so much buzz you know i'm not too worried yet only because i mean umbrella academy ended i mean it came out well before sandman and they just now announced another season so Netflix does things on their own time, so it's true. I I, I don't
0: care if it's a spoiler, but what if what have they done with Elliot Page's character?
1: Well, I'll pause for spoiler for those who haven't watched. Um, basically, she became Victor. Which, the, oh, like the, the father guy or whatever, or is it yeah, just her name just changes? Her name changes, but she, I mean. It, it it fits. I mean, last season she realized she was a lesbian and then come to find out she said, you know, that was just kind of the start of things, but really when I think about it, it's not that I'm a lesbian, it's that I've always been this other person. So they wrote it into the script. Yes. Is that is that in the comics? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read the comics. That's cool. That's cool. And, you know, and it doesn't feel forced. I mean, it does fit with her character arc from last season as well. So, in my
0: opinion- Even if they wrote that all in, it's fine. As long as it fits the writing and works in the story, that's not a problem. But I was just curious about what, to do, what, what they were doing. So,
1: all right. All right.
0: I'll, I'll get to it. When when you watch um, arguably the best season of Daredevil season three. Um, <laughs>
1: It's on the list, Joe. It's on the list.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I could tell you that Daredevil is better than any of the Umbrella Academies, in my personal opinion. But you can't
1: say that if you haven't watched them yet. Just like I can't say I've that. Wa- no, I no watched I've watched Daredevil. the first
0: two. I watched the first two. I can tell you that they're better than both of those.
1: But you haven't watched season three. I haven't, but I'm quite sure. <laughs> All right, keep going. Well, I can. Well, I mean, I've watched this too, but. Listen, you take the next one because you're the you're the Star Wars geek.
0: Well, I mean, there's a new Andor TV spot, and there's also a a clip of the show that's out there, and um, I don't know if you saw that yet either, Michael. But it was kind of like him and uh, Andor, and um, oh my gosh, what's his name? He's one of the the one that has all the kids that are actors too. He was in Thor.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking about yeah, Skarsgård. Yep.
0: Um, it's a scene with him. Those two talking, and you know, basically it's uh, Cassian saying how easy it is to walk into the Empire. He goes, all I need is like a uniform. People don't pay attention. They don't give a shit, basically. Um, all I can tell you is that this show, I believe this show is going to be fantastic. Because there's the different expectations. I think it's just a different story. They don't have the um, weight of classic characters on their shoulders. Um, but I, I truly think this show looks really good. I, I'm I'm
1: super excited for it. As it's the sequel, or not sequel, really the prequel to Rogue One, let's face it, Rogue One is about the most adult of the Star Wars movies we've received, and I, I think that's going to play through with the series as well. I think it's going to be, I mean, yeah, kids can watch it and enjoy it, and there'll be stormtroopers, and kids will be into that, and there'll be new action figures, yeah. but I think this is, and I hate calling it an adult, but maybe more mature look at where the... Um, you less, e- less ewoks more
0: more humans kind of to <laughs> exactly exactly <clears throat> uh, is that good for Star Wars I don't know I mean Star Wars is always meant to be for the 10 10 to 15 year old um, but this is a good show for I think our generation or, or older people that uh, maybe it could who knows when we watch it, it could be a little more but I, I doubt it I think I'm with you there Mike it's gonna be more um, grounded how's that
1: you know uh, I think I think Star Wars is big enough now where you can do things like this. And by that, I mean, when I saw Rogue One, I came out of the theater blown away. But again, I was like, they did it. They had the balls and the guts to kill everyone off. This was a war movie and it was a much more mature Star Wars movie. That doesn't mean that they can't still, you know, cater to the kids or even all ages. I mean, after that first season of Mandalorian, and I think I said on this podcast, that made me feel like 8, 9, 10, 12-year-old Michael again. The Mandalorian did that. So you can go all ages. Sure. And there's also funny
0: things in in the original Rogue One with K2SO and the way he rips on him and stuff like that. So there's there can be humor, but it's got to be within the context of the show and not like what... Um, like, not like The Last Jedi we had a fucking iron come down to, to nod right. at where you're just trying to be funny. It, it, the humor in Star Wars happens because of a character or a situation, not because you put a fucking prop joke in there,
1: which is another reason why Last Jedi sucks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I don't disagree with you.
0: Um, but I'm, look, I think this is going to be a great show. I think, you know, it doesn't have the weight of An expectation like Obi Wan or Boba Fett. When you have these legacy characters, like people are just different about it. This is all different cast and different people and different adventures. So it's you know, I I just think it's going to be
1: easier to win over people. You make a good point. You know, everyone comes to like Obi Wan. Maybe maybe less so the Mandalorian, but definitely with established characters like you said, Obi Wan, um, maybe even Ahsoka people come in with their preconceived notions of what they want to see and what they don't want to see and what they expect from the character. Right. and/or we know a little bit from spending one movie with him, but pretty much he's a blank page at this point. So you're right. The expectations and the biases aren't as strong.
0: Right. So,
1: I mean, when you have, like,
0: we have expectations now for Mandalorian, but not in the first season. We didn't know what he was going to be or whatever. It was just like, oh, this was cool we got all new new characters that you you got you got to love but now we and we have expectations now but it's not like boba fett where that person's lived in your mind and your own imagination of how cool he was since you were a kid and then you get to the show and it's not what a lot of people expected so uh, exactly it's different so i think you
1: hit the nail on the head because yeah as much as we both enjoyed boba fett for what it was our biases, you know, the the show wasn't the best, but also our biases had an effect on it as well. Right. And it's hard to get rid of that
0: bias. I mean, when you're like 10 to 15 years old or whatever, you're kind of just watching things to watch it. You're not Correct. really watching it to be critical. Now that we've seen so many things in our life and what we like or we don't like, we're so much more critical now because we want it to be what we like that we just kind of like we don't sit down with an empty head and go, I'm just going to watch this and enjoy it and not have a take it's too hard as you get older. You just you just it just becomes part of getting old, I suppose. Right. Um, yeah. Anyways, looks good to me. I'm ready. Well, why don't you take the next one too? Because you're the big Tolkien fan. Dude, that new Rings of Power trailer. Wow. It was almost what, two minutes or something? It was a pretty long trailer. Did it do it for you? Well, I'm in anyways um i I mean regardless but i think it looks great again we'll see because you still have to have good writing and i still have to care about somebody i mean right right now visually it looks freaking unbelievable for a streaming show like it looks like a movie it it doesn't that's not a
1: mistake that's not a mistake
0: no um i mean i know you i don't know if you're watching it or not you're not the fantasy guy so um but uh Man, it looks, it looks great. They've got a lot of, they, they show you the worlds, They got, uh, they don't say a lot of names. I mean, Galadriel is the only one you hear, but, <clears throat> which is a, a big character in the Lord of the Rings. Um, but, um, you know, you got the, you've got dwarves, you've got elves, you've got people, you've got what look like might be hobbits. They're not really hobbits cause you don't really come in contact with hobbits until the Lord of the Rings. Cause they are kind of like a hidden away in their shire, um, then you have uh, what looks like might be Tom Bombadale. I don't know. A big character in Lord of the Rings that was cut for the movie. Gotcha. Gotcha. And rightfully so, because it's a very complicated, very long part of the book that is, it's just hard to, to do that with the pacing of film. So for me, I'm in, of course, I'm in. I mean, it looks great. But again, just because it looks great, <clears throat> if it's not written well, if it's not piece right i mean there's a lot of things that can go wrong um but my my i feel positive
1: but we'll see you know I, i'll check it out um you know i same thing i said for this as i said for house of the dragon uh, you know what i mean i typically don't like fantasy i know you know after watching the first lord of the rings movie it just wasn't for me right i won't get into all that again but this is a prequel many, many, what, decades, if not centuries before. Amazon has put a lot of money into it, and it shows in the trailer. I'll check it out. I mean, why not? I'm already paying for it anyway, right? It's already yeah, part it's, of yeah, my right. yeah, 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 exactly. So it doesn't cost me anything. Just time. Um, just my time, right, which that's nothing to sneeze at, you know. Your time is worth something. But I'll check it out. I'm a geek, um, as it is right now. I mean... I'm, I'm reading a fantasy novel, and we'll get to that in a sec, but uh, I'm, I'm taking in far more fantasy than I usually do. I'm willing to at least give it a shot. I'm not, you know, geek, you know, you're in no matter what because you're a Tolkien fan. Uh, I'm not a Tolkien fan, and not that I'm against Tolkien. It's just the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings movies work for me for whatever reason, but I'll give the show a shot. We'll see. I mean, it certainly looks like they spend enough money.
0: I'll say this. It it'll lead into our next thing. The CG and the and the effects look a shit time better than Avatar does right now. After that first Avatar trailer that I saw, <laughs> oh, the Avatar two trailer looked like a video game preview. It didn't look like a movie.
1: Yeah, it looked like it looked like Avatar.
0: Yeah, it just. But I mean, this looks way better from a effects point of view, um, because it looked like there was some real stuff in there versus. I think Avatar just looked all like a video game.
1: Um, That's fair. That's fair.
0: Well, yeah, you saw. You were with me on that when you, that first preview did not blow you away for Avatar two. That teaser, no, I thought
1: it was boring. I I thought it looked fine, but the first preview was it did not get me excited to see Avatar two. Not yet. I mean, I'm sure they'll come back and there'll be there'll be something
0: interesting there, but not for right. me. But for people that like Avatar.
1: But, all right. So you you. Since we talk about Avatar, that's
0: part of uh, the next piece of news.
1: So, yes, uh, even though no one's seen it yet, we don't know how good it's going to be. It seems that the Warner Brothers is a little bit afraid of Avatar 2 stealing all the thunder. So, in that vein, they've moved the new Shazam movie away from Avatar, which I believe comes out this Christmas. And they've pushed it back almost three months to March 17th, 2023, which... Was the release date for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? So they've punted that now to December 25th, 2023. So three months pushback on Shazam and what nine months pushing back Aquaman? I don't know. I Uh, think no mention of the Flash,
0: Flash still in June. What's Um, that? The Flash still in June, allegedly,
1: next year. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, isn't it like June when Flash is coming? I think. Yeah, allegedly.
0: Well, look, I I, so Warner Brothers clearly they have new ownership, right? So they're making changes to try and and be profitable. Um, I'm not sure the Aquaman one is that bad of an idea because there was supposed to be a film by uh, a company called Lucasfilm coming out (laughs) in December 25th of 2023, which would have been, I believe, Rogue Squadron, but nope. So that's open, right? So you might as well take that Christmas. So that's probably not bad marketing on their end, because there's not going to be a spectacle at Christmas time from what we know, yeah.
1: Right, right. It's wide open. We know that Avatars what taking the even number of years of Christmas, they're gonna take twenty 2020, twenty, um, 2022, 24,
0: 26. So they're not doing well, it. So, but I thought you said Avatar is gonna be
1: in March. No. Avatar is Christmas, isn't it? This Christmas, 2022? I thought it was this Christmas, or is it next Christmas? Do I have my dates all screwed up now? I don't know. Michael, you might be wrong. I don't know. It, it could be... it, it's hard to keep these things straight, man. I thought Avatar was coming out this Christmas. Now I got to look it up, make sure I know what I'm talking about. But Because no, I wait, thought no. that's why they moved Shazam. A release date December 16, 2022, Avatar 2. Okay, so I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Not exactly Christmas, but right before Christmas, the week the week of Christmas, right. So, yeah, Shazam moved away. Whatever you know, I I heard the first one's good. I still need to watch it. I know you are a big fan of it. I know. I don't know. I was actually excited for Aquaman. So push it back another nine months. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I if you ever get a chance to watch
0: Shazam again, it's not like groundbreaking or anything like that. It's just fun. It's just fun. I'm okay but with fun.
1: It's this fun, small superhero movie. I'm totally for that, uh, but like I said, it's just one of those things. I just haven't gotten to yet. I will, but I don't know. I I feel like the DCEU is just one massive train wreck at this point. Dude, it's a disaster. Well, I mean, so. What other movies do we have coming out between now and then? Obviously not The Flash. Oh, between now and nothing. I'm trying to think. What else is coming out? We don't have a Batman movie come out. Everything else is in development. So the next DCEU movie is until March. Is that is that right? Do I have that right? Uh, I would guess so. That would be the the Shazam movie. Right. So meanwhile, Marvel's up to, what, three, four movies a year? Yeah. <laughs>
0: whether you want them or not. <laughs> they're just putting them out
1: there. Right. Well, whether or not you like Marvel or not, they're kicking out, they're churning the movies out now. And on top of that, TV shows, which we'll get to in a sec. Right. But, uh, gonna... yeah, the long, oh, i was just going to say the last bit of news is that, uh, you know, talking about the DCEU and possibly mucking things up. Apparently there are going to be funeral showings for Batgirl. And by you... funeral showings, I mean, they're just going to be showing it to the cast and crew. Someone's going to take that shit and
0: throw it out on YouTube. You know, someone's
1: going to have a hidden phone somewhere. I hope. I I would like that, but you know, know, the films were in post, so there's still a lot that wasn't finished with them. There's not a finished score. They just threw in a score for temporary, so they had something they already had recorded. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll get out. It's probably not going to be the best film as it is.
0: No, but it'll get out. I'll guarantee you. Once it's already digital and shown somewhere, someone, someone, somewhere will get a copy. It'll be on the
1: interwebs somewhere. They're going to be doing really exclusive private showings. It's going to be. Hard. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they confiscated phones for this.
0: No, I'm talking the person. It'll be duped by the person who actually put it in the film.
1: Like it, it, they'll be. It'll be duped. I guarantee you. Well, there is talk that there might be some versions of it, or. <clears throat> possible bits and pieces that are on personal laptops kind of like how what toy story 2 was accidentally deleted but someone had a full copy on their laptop so oh, i never heard that story didn't. oh yeah look it up toy stories someone made a mistake and actually wiped accidentally wiped toy story 2 from the pixar wow that's funny. uh network but luckily one of the employees had it Fully on their laptop because they were working on it at home, and they're able to restore it. Oh my god! They just lost everything.
0: And that person should got a raise, even though they probably right? broke, even though they probably broke the rules.
1: <laughs> but some, you know, the hope is that someone out there has a copy, as full a copy as possible of Batgirl on a laptop somewhere. They will, but who knows? I guarantee it. That will come out. I'd like to see it at this point. It's a curiosity.
0: Oh, I want to see the train wreck of it. If it's if it's that bad, then I want to see the train wreck.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's like it's like it's like kiss right. They're so bad, they're good right. It's, it's got to be. I yeah. want to see it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, all right, let's move on to our geek this week. Mine's a very simple one. Um, I finished all for all mankind, all three seasons. Um, season three is a, is very very good. So much shit happens. Um, it's a shame I can't even talk to you about it because it's such a good show. Uh, that we can't. I mean, we can't cover everything on the show, but I, I just tell you again: if you're a fan of science fiction and want to see something interesting, it's basically a soap opera as well. There's a lot of like soap opera things that happen on here. Um, but man, it's a uh, so much shit happened in the finale
1: of this of this season. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, really? Um, yeah. I've heard great things. It's you know I know Ronald D. Moore is associated with. You know, any geek worth their salt knows that Ronald D. E. Moore was part of the, you know, reimagining of Battlestar Galactica. So I'm not, a, you know, when he does when he does sci-fi. I'm in. So I'm, I just one of those things I haven't gotten around to. But it, plus, it's on Apple Plus, and you know, I think I've watched two shows on Apple Plus: uh, Lasso and um, what is it? Um, the ben, Severance, yeah, the Ben Stiller. Did yeah. you like them both? I did so. Yeah, there you go. I should check this out. Um,
0: I, the other geek thing—I'm just telling you—I'm like, waiting for the last uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi comic to come. I'm waiting to download that. I haven't read them all. I'm waiting to get them all and just kind of read it at once. So that'll be my geek next week. will be the Obi-Wan comic short run, five, five or six issue comic book run. Um,
1: that reminds me, we didn't mention it in the news, but there was the announcement that they're doing that. Uh, documentary of the making of obi-wan
0: oh yeah yep i always want i mean you know me i watch every fucking documentary that there is on any show
1: i love it i know i haven't watched a single one yet <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ilm one is fantastic. i haven't even seen empire of dreams which i hear is fantastic it's, it's very good and it's on disney plus so you can you don't have to dig for it because it was only on a special edition dvd purchase not blu-ray dvd purchase of the trilogy when it first came to dvd as a special editions it's the only place they had empire of dreams was on that dvd
1: so i may have watched it at some which, point because i own all those dvds which is I'm the sure reason i, I bought the
0: dvds because i already had so many copies so i wrote like, that's on there i'll buy it they got me right so yeah that's where i'm at uh, for all mankind and you're into uh your geek this week is the tolkien light stuff right
1: No, but it's very derivative of Tolkien, yes. The Dragonlance, Dragons of Deceit. Still chugging through that almost halfway through. Again, by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, who wrote the original Dragonlance novels way back in the 80s. And also, uh, Prey watched it again. It was my second viewing, but Shaylee's first viewing. uh, We sat down and watched it last weekend. She actually really enjoyed it. And it was my... Even though I had seen it before, I watched it in like three or four chunks because I was so excited I wanted to see it. But I, I can only watch it in chunks. I actually sat down and watched it from beginning to end, and it just solidifies my love for the movie. I think it's, it's good.
0: So did you do you move the grade up then? I gave it a B minus. You gave it an A or B plus? I think last time. Did it move up?
1: I gave it. I the B plus, but it just solidified that it was it was a better watching experience. Obviously, to watch all. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, chunks. you don't want to chunk
0: that movie. Yeah. It's not that long of a movie anyway. It was an hour and 30, which is a, it was a, it was the perfectly perfect timing in that movie. That was enough. There was, it was just enough. Any longer would be no reason. And any shorter would have been
1: too short. I couldn't agree more. It's, there's no fat on that movie. No. It's lean and mean. Gets the job done. Yeah. It's a good movie. I get it. I agree. All right. Well, I, I mean, mentioned
0: it before. Uh, but if you want to help out our Patreon page, it really does help the show. It's tremendously appreciated. It's, uh, we're just a couple of idiots here working on a show. We'd love to do. Um, but if you want to go to patreon.com slash kybercast and uh, look at all the options that we have there at Patreon, we very much uh, appreciate it. So thank you very much. Um, let's move on to our uh, main topics this week. Let's, let's jump right into She-Hulk episode two
1: um okay what did you think um i'm almost hesitant to say this (laughs) just because i'm afraid i'm a jinx myself yeah but two episodes in i love the series i was not expecting to love the series this is not a character i've always loved but um i'm sold it makes me laugh it makes me laugh a lot it's funny
0: but this was one of the most boring episodes of anything i've watched in a very long time (laughs) It was pretty boring. Nothing
1: happened. I, I loved it. But it, it,
0: it's fine. No. It's not. It, there was nothing really to love. Nothing happened. You had Belky's roommate as her dad. Um, I was good with that. No, I, I'm fine with it. Look, look, it's fine. It's funny. It, it is what it is. There's a lot of Easter eggs. Um, but nothing happened in this episode to make me go, holy shit, this is great. It's like, okay, it was funny. It's fine. It was pretty boring. What happened?
1: I liked it. I, okay, you I liked see it, it more. But you're as, not answering my question. What happened? All right, it set up the whole rest of the series. Um set one I, I was reading online that the first episode was actually the last episode and they re edited it and put it and made it the premiere instead. This episode, I don't know if it was going to be the first, but it really kind of establishes the whole point of the series, which is, you know, she, she can't be an assistant DA anymore, but because of her powers and she couldn't find another job. Now she's almost forced to work for this. Yeah, it's fine. Possibly nefarious uh, law firm and, and heading up their superhero division uh, of law, which makes sense mm-hmm. as more and more superheroes come out more and more going to need legal help or whatever. And I love the connection with abomination slash Emil Blonsky. I, I don't know. I just thought this whole episode. I was there was lots of funny stuff going on. I I didn't think it was boring at all.
0: Oh, uh, I, I it's I <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. Look, look, I like the character. I like her. I like a lot of things, but like for the twenty five minutes this episode was or whatever it was, I like okay. So if you are gonna be if you are gonna be three's company, if, if I guess that's where I am falling. It's like this is. It, 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 there's, they're trying to be a sitcom and I, I don't know if that's riveting enough for me uh, as a Marvel property to to uh, want to watch an Alien McBeal sitcom you know it's funny it's good but uh, it, it is not great it's, it's, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination oh. you think it's great this is great this is creme de la creme great Marvel stop it
1: I'm I'm enjoying this show more than most of the other Marvel shows. I was gonna say it's too early to call it, but as of right now, after Loki, this is my second favorite Marvel show. Oh God, no! I think number one is still, uh,
0: um, Vision for sure. In my book, that was some of the smartest way of doing a show, and what kept me. I was riveted to watch that. I'm not riveted to this show.
1: We, the Hulk is gone now. Oh, no. He got in his little spaceship and flew away, so he's out. Um, but see, I, I don't know. There, there were so many little like Easter eggs and stuff in this episode yeah, too that, that I love. Doesn't make something great. It makes. I mean, it's good to find little things. There's great Easter eggs in there.
0: All of all of which are more. When the Easter eggs become more riveting than the actual show, that's a problem. When you see a website on there that, that, talks about, that when you see a website that they you get five Easter eggs off of a website that has a QR code that you can look up and it'll send you to a free comic book. If you go up to, and one of the articles says, you know, man fights with metal claws and bear, you know, in bar brawl. And why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean? These are all the little. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, but that's not a fucking story, man. That's just an Easter egg. And that's a waste of time. Like, give me some story. Give me some riveting characters. There's nobody riveting on this show. Even her. She's fine. It's all fine, but it's not great. It's not great. Oh, I I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I didn't say I'm not enjoying it. I'm I'm, I'm putting it up against other Marvel stuff. And you've, we've got like, okay, well, we want, uh, the only thing that makes it interesting is like the the juxtaposition of like, she wants to be her and the world wants her to be She-Hulk, including her new job, which ironically she couldn't get a job as herself because of She-Hulk. And now she can only get a job because she's of She-Hulk. That's, that's interesting for the character. I like that part of it. She's got to deal with this thing that that's happening to her but at the end of the day nothing happened in this episode well no it was all set up right and it could be good it could get better to your point or it could get worse or whatever um i liked the, the the idea of her talking the thing that made me laugh the most is with her talking with with uh the shitty hulk version that we have um about him saying I have it a long time ago and I'm com- I'm a completely different person now, which that it's funny. Cause he is a different person.
1: That was funny. That was if funny. people caught. Like that, no. um, yeah, I did that whole Leonardo DiCaprio point thing. I was like, Oh,
0: I love that. So that was, that was good. But, but, but Easter eggs do not make a show. Great. Just doesn't. It's a nice. no. I'm, and I'm
1: not saying they do. I, I just said that I enjoyed the Easter eggs, but uh, for the two, three minutes that uh, Tim Roth was in it, Holy shit. He was great That guy can act. He was great. He was fantastic. And that was the whole,
0: the joke of the lector thing was, I get it. It's funny. But um, yeah, cause he's got a certain gravitas that's going to, you know, that, that lends itself to the show that makes you want to, you know, bring you in, but they, they could have used some kind of action or something
1: in this episode. Just something, something to, to bring you through. Yeah, I, it was laying the groundwork. I was totally okay with that. And like I said, Blonsky made a lot of good points, and I now he left out the part
0: where well, he, he made obviously went and got
1: some Hulk blood in him. Well, he made that right. guy do it. He it left was... that whole part out. Yeah, he's a liar. But other than that, I mean, uh, let's face it: who hasn't told on themselves and left left a couple little bits out? Maybe. Yeah. Now that said, everything else in the story is accurate. He was. Part he was ordered by the government to take down the Hulk. I could see yep. where he thinks he was the good guy in that case. Right now, right murdering right. people and getting Hulk blood and stuff. Yeah, that's he's crossed a line there, and right. he's been in jail now for what fourteen years or whatever. Yeah. So, as yes, um, he should be. So I'm I'm curious
0: as with our conversation last week about the Hulk. I sent you something on uh, Instagram. Did you care to watch that at all?
1: Oh, I missed it. What did you send me?
0: I sent you a, a message on Instagram. I showed you uh, my one of my proofs of why they've weakened the Hulk like tremendously since we've seen him, like like literally weakened him. So How did I see that. I don't know. Basically, the 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 thing is is like if you go to the Avengers, he fucking turned into the Hulk in a second and punched a giant alien whale with one fist and knocked it out of the sky to the ground. But this little Jeep Wrangler took him out in in She-Hulk. It's like, don't tell me they didn't make him weaker. <laughs> they, they totally did. A fucking Jeep Wrangler took him out and knocked him across the building when he turned and punched a giant alien whale and didn't move.
1: You got a point there. I, I don't disagree. They, they seem to make... All the characters stronger or weaker as best befit the story or whatever scene they're telling at that time. You're right. That jeep when it hit him should have just crumpled and he should not have moved at all. He's the fucking Hulk. Exactly.
0: So that's the kind of shit I don't know. And we we know he's not. He, he's gone now. I guess to another spaceship. It's back back to the same planet that he got off of. Is that where he's going?
1: Isn't that? What- well, he's going to take care of some business. I think they're trying to set up World War Hulk. That's my guess. Which, are you familiar with World War Hulk at all? But does he go back to the planet from Ragnarok? Sakaar? Yeah. yeah, that's where I was, sounds like that's where he's headed. Yeah. Is, that where, is that where is that where that takes place in the comics too? No, I, I won't get into it because it's a long, convoluted story, but there were hints of it in Thor Ragnarok where basically um, called Planet Hulk. Yeah. Where he was a gladiator and blah, blah, blah. But it was much more into it and it becomes like a, a leader of this resistance that takes on, you know, the, the red King, yada, yada, yada. It's a great story. You should read it sometime if you don't, if you have the ta- have the chance, but then something happens where he, he his wife, he, he gets married there and this woman and they end up having a child. But anyway, something happens where he, he Are there humanoids? Are there humanoids life. there or is it all hulks? Yes. No, they're all humanoids. They're all there's like a few different races. Okay. Um, some of them which are like Korg and whatnot. Um, again, it would take too long to explain, but basically, he was shot there. And in, in, in Planet Hulk, the Illuminati, who we saw in Doctor Strange, the Illuminati of the Marvel Universe decided Hulk's too dangerous. They shot him out. He was supposed to land at this uninhabited planet. But he woke up in the middle of the of the space flight, started fucking up the ship. It redirected him, and he landed on Sakaar. and then Gladiator, Freedom Fighter, yada yada yada, Ruler, and then something happens where his wife dies, and she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, you know, he blames the Illuminati because he's like, they sent me here. I had a good life, and now she's dead, and. You know, I, I wouldn't have been here, and none of this would have happened. The Illuminati hadn't sent me. So him and his warbound, the people that helped him, go back to Earth and decide to kick some ass. Uh,
0: kind of like injustice. That's well DC's lost. injustice, right? Superman's
1: lost Lois. Kind of. He doesn't really go evil, but he he, he wants some payback. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll do that. I I will. You know, listen. I'm going to
0: still watch the show. I'm not mad at the show. I, to me, right now, the show's a B B minus. It's not horrible. It's just that. I'm just not compelled by it. Like it just, you know, um, she's fine. I'm I'm not quite sure of all the side characters yet. Whereas like, um, let's say like the Hawkeye show, like I got into the side characters much quicker. That's fair. And, uh, so we'll see, like we've, we've got a ways to go yet. It could get great. I, I think this is what it is. I mean, there is a ton of Easter eggs that are fun. Um, like I said, like that webpage has a ton of them. Um, and then you've got, uh, uh, i guess in the bar there's an episode of ally McBeal playing
1: oh really i mean, I, I didn't catch that but i'm looking at this on yeah. a website i didn't see them all oh in my defense well maybe not in my maybe this isn't my defense i did watch ally McBeal back in the day so a good show. i liked it okay yeah. I, i'm getting those vibes from well, this of course it's, 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 it's on purpose um there's a funny one
0: uh she, uh, She-Hulk gets a text on her phone from her mom and the background is Captain America's ass.
1: That was hilarious. I, I did catch that. In fact, I actually had to pause and rewind and go, is that Captain America's ass? Yeah. And it is. Seeing, seeing uh, Balky's
0: roommate, Larry, really threw me through a time warp. Like, like Jesus, we all aged. Like that guy. Is, and that's like, Oh, yeah. Like, holy crap. Well, it's been like 35 I years. I know, but you don't, you know, in your head, you're not, you just don't think that way. But, uh, you know. So, yeah, there's interesting stuff. But, you know, Easter eggs don't make a great show, like I said. Um, I don't quite. I am no? also, like, flabbergasted at her scale. Like, sometimes she seems really big and then sometimes she's not that big. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I think some of their scaling is, is not um, consistent.
1: No, I think part of it is how they're doing some of the shots, because sometimes when they go over her shoulder, yeah. I think she it makes her appear much bigger than she is. And I think a part of that is, too, some of the scenes, like like in one of the scenes when the district attorney basically comes over to fire her, they shoot it over her shoulder, and he looks so tiny. And I think that's on purpose, right, to give that sure. perspective. And that's why he asked her to, you know, go back to being Jen. So. But yeah, I, I can see that he was also scared to get his ass kicked. I'm sure, right? Right. Well, any seven foot woman that could bench press a Tyrannosaurus Rex, I'm going to be wary of as well. I mean the, the the actress is awesome. I mean, she's carrying the show, and she's
0: certainly doing it very well. So, I mean, I like her. I like, Agreed. and I, I I like the She-Hulk. I just I got to get a little more here. I just got to get a little. I mean, is the episode going to be, I guess this is what I'm looking for. Does each episode need to be resolved like a sitcom usually is, or is it going to be a long movie? And it's kind of in the middle, like choose, like if you're going to be a a sitcom every week, then you have to have some things end each week to continue. But it doesn't seem like it's doing that, which is kind of what's throwing me a bit, like decide what you want to be. Because at the end of every episode of Ally McBeal, some things are resolved or any other sitcom that you do. Right. and there's no resolution at any of this stuff it just kind of keeps going like okay was this a long movie i mean i don't even know how many episodes there are are there six like all the other ones and if if there's six at 25 minutes a piece then why don't just give them, make a movie and call it a day
1: i thought there were eight, maybe maybe eight. i don't
0: i don't know i'm, I'm I, I honestly don't know i haven't looked it up either so but even 8 at 20 minutes um, i guess you're looking at
1: well, this one was thirty-one.
0: No, well, yeah, the credit. I mean, the mid-credit scene is fine. She's holding up the car. Funny stuff. Family stuff. Do all this shit around the house. That's funny.
1: Um, I, th- I think, I, I don't think they're going full sitcom. I think they're going for the flavor of a sitcom because you're right. Nothing is resolved every episode, but every episode basically, every all two so far, seem to. There's a good place to stop, but the next episode picks up right where it left yeah. off, right where it left off. So. And I'm thinking, I mean, this one, again, stops right at a point where we see the connection to Shang-Chi. And I think it's just going to go right from there as well. Right. For the third episode. Again, I, again, I agree with you. No, um, uh, Easter eggs don't make the show. But I find this show to be, I, I'm surprised how funny I find this show. I'm laughing a lot. I'm—I I'm Maybe the jokes are just that appealing to me. I don't know why. But uh, this show just tickles me, and I'm enjoying it. There. Well, hopefully, they fix the Hulk, and I think my anticipation for
0: Daredevil is outweighing the actual show.
1: <laughs> you want Daredevil now, don't you?
0: I do, but I mean not because of the show. I mean, I'm just curious. Like I, I just want her to have, I don't know. Something's got to give. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, anything else on She Hulk? You want to get out before we?
1: I think we've yeah. covered it. Well,
0: I mean, listen. I'm not gonna judge the show to the end. Like I said, with every other episode, every other. Uh, series that that's come out um but just, i didn't think this was a hugely compelling episode episode so all right this weekend hbo broke the internet <laughs> at least for streaming no for their streaming um there's some nice memes and on, on and video memes, if you've seen, like, this apartment building is all watching Game of Thrones at the same time when it came out because all their TVs are changing color at the exact same time um, to, to Game of Thrones. Um, and it's not Game of Thrones. It's, it is. It's is—it's a Game of Thrones series, but it's actually called um, – what is it called? Uh, House, House of the Dragon. Dragon. Um, so you didn't watch Game of Thrones, right? I – no. No. The short answer is no. So, and you watched this episode, which you you texted me and said you watched it.
1: I did watch the episode. Michael's
0: going to hate this. Like, he has no idea what's going on in these people. Like, he's just going to come out and go, what the fuck is that? I don't get it. And this and that. Like, I'm sure you don't like it.
1: That's what you think? think. Yeah. Well, this is obviously the first episode, it's the pilot. And the, the whole entire purpose of the pilot is to grab the viewer's interest and pull them into their world. In that regard it worked. I'm interested. I'm in for, I'm in for this as next. Interesting. Okay. I liked it quite a bit. Um, so
0: is this, is this, do you consider this fantasy?
1: Oh, it's hundred percent fantasy.
0: Fucking dragon. I know. I was just wondering where you were because you're not a fantasy. I'm just trying to find
1: your, your, your spot here. No, here's the thing. I'm not against game of Thrones. Uh, I tried to watch the first episode once and I was at my parents' house (laughs) and then all of a sudden there's just naked people everywhere. I was like, Yeah, I can't do this. And the reason being, I didn't have HBO at the time, right? right? So they did. So that's why I tried to watch it. I was like, okay, I'm not watching this right now. That said, I only got HBO well, a year and a half ago now. Well, a year and twenty months ago now. Um, so I could have watched all of Game of Thrones, but I'm just like, oh eight Seasons with hour long episode. Jesus, I don't have who has that kind of time. <laughs> so you might want to. I, I got to watch Daredevil season three you might first. Make
0: some time. Um, the first season of Kim I'm not against it. I, I'm not saying you are. I, I'm, I'm I, just saying.
1: The, the, the I mean, the show is one of the considered one of the greatest mm-hmm. shows of all time, except for maybe the last season. I've caught that much. Well, the last season they just broke um, a lot of rules from the first four. You're like, like if you watch like
0: the. Uh, it's not, I'm not giving you any spoilers here, but if you watch like the first season, it takes a long time to get from land A to land B. And then by the time you get the season, right,
1: they actually, yeah, they
0: got to walk or whatever. And then by the time you get to season five, they like just cut. I'm going to go to King's Landing. Cut. Wait, what the fuck? It took you a year last time. And now you just cut to the next scene and the guy's are already there. It's just like, wait a minute. You're kind of shortcutting this now. So it's like that. that's it's those reasons. But, you know.
1: Well, it sounds like they, you know, they, they had to finish their story. So they're like, fuck all that stuff was out the window. We need to tell the story. Yeah. yeah. So, but I haven't seen it. So that said, I do know this takes place, what, like 172 years before Game of Thrones mm-hmm. where house, the dragon, the house Targaryen is at their, it, it, it's the beginning of the end for them. Yeah. I mean, the it's, it's the, just the
0: succession is having problems because of no male heirs.
1: Right. And, Right, the last you know, the last king who was the current king's grandfather, you know, ruled under peace. He had no heirs either, so he became right. He was designated as the heir, as opposed to, is it his aunt? Yes. Anyway, there's. I I obviously realize that for someone who has watched Game of Thrones, there are enough winks and nods for people to go yes.
0: Yeah, I mean that's not that's not but, what makes this a good show though, um, and I don't even care. I don't even I care if they if they do winks and nods. What I want is what they have. They've set up some characters that I like, and that's what I want.
1: Right. Well, my point is, if you've already watched Game of Thrones, you're going to be rewarded for mm-hmm. that. Now, someone like mm-hmm. me, I don't get all the winks and nods because this was the first full episode of Game of Thrones or something in the Game of Thrones universe that I've ever read or watched. Now that said, uh, Millie Alcock, who portrays—I'm not—I'm gonna, going to screw up these names because they're all fucked right. up. Ray, Rhaenyra, is Raniers? that her name? Rhaenyra, no, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, yeah, the daughter. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like, there's like three people with very similar yeah. names. <laughs> You're talking about the daughter. No. Yes, yes. Yeah this Millie Alcock I had to look her up I thought she was actually a child it turns out she's 20 but she (laughs) she plays a very young woman very well well I had to look her up I'm like damn she's good and she's very mature for what appears to be a child how is this just amazing actress and then okay so she's actually 20 good um but I know like I said I came into this knowing nothing right and all I can say is this Millie Alcock stole the show she was great She was great. Fantastic. So
0: they've got, they've casted really well. Matt Smith is fucking awesome.
1: He, he, you just, he's great. God, he plays such a slime.
0: Yeah. But you know, the thing about game of Thrones is like you end up sometimes rooting for like it. Look, they've did everything that game of Thrones is good at doing. There's tragedy, like tremendous tragedy. Like, I mean, the King had to decide about his wife and kid. And then he, he makes the decision. His wife dies and the son dies right afterward. It's like, it still worked out the way it did. I mean, they would shoot, they both would have done anyways, but he had to make that decision and it didn't work out. Now he has nothing. And, um, it's this kind of trap. Look, Game of Thrones, you're not going to get a lot of happiness out of this show. I'm going to tell you right now. It's, there's not a lot of joy. It's a lot of suffering. A lot of things that happen. Um, this show, there's a lot of toil.
1: That's what I'm gathering. I mean, this was, it was graphic. I mean, uh, apparently, uh, regular bouts of brothel scenes are common to the Thrones. And then I mean, regular bouts of extreme violence. Yeah. Which I was kind of ready for that, but then oh, yeah. Shay was not ready for that. Oh, I mean, getting hands and other things chopped yeah. off. I mean, it was that violent. Was a law,
0: right there. Anyways.
1: Right. But like I said. <sighs> There is there is a lot going on. It was enough drawed me in. It, it gave me enough, as someone who is not a fan, who has not read a single page out of any of the books, or watched more than, I think I watched maybe 20 minutes of the first episode years ago. It was enough for me to think, I know enough about what's going on. And they've left enough breadcrumbs for hints to, as to other conflicts that are coming in this world and in this story where I'm interested, yeah. Like, when I mentioned the the try triumvirate or whatever it is, the try something. That's obviously going to be a, a problem. Oh, for sure, right.
0: And then you've, they've they've introduced a few other houses, so House Stark, House Baratheon. This isn't Game of Thrones, but there's one they haven't yet: in the Lannister house, which was basically the antagonist in in uh, Game of Thrones, as the Lannisters. So it'd be interesting to see if how they do that. Blasters are basically the rich, rich. Um, gotcha. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, I don't know if there's ten episodes this season, or I think there's only ten. They're long. I mean, this one was just yeah, over. They do, an hour they, they, they do full hour either. stuff. They don't mess around. It's it's. Look, you know, at the end of it. What's interesting to me is is HBO is in kind of a mess right now you know, being so, you know, that it's under new ownership and what they're going to do with it, we don't know. Um, but HBO is the originator of, of great television content. Like, before the streaming people, like, HBO has always done pretty well with a lot of shows. The Wire, well, Oz. A ton of shows. They're just known for creating excellent,
1: oh, six excellent content. Oh, excellent.
0: Oh, I get you. Um, so this is it's it's this is their, you know, hey, we're still here kind of show. Like they gotta, I, I'll be interested to see what they do with it uh, because they're gonna pull that under discovery or whatever, and um, we don't know what right. you know. I have no idea if like do I keep if I get my HBO like here's here's what's gonna be a kicker. Um, if I pay for HBO on cable, will I still get my streaming for free? Because I'm not paying double. You know, right. we'll see what they do with all that, but
1: um, see I only pay for the streaming.
0: Well, we have cable anyways, and it just comes with it. It's it
1: was a package that we had a long time ago that they just keep it as the gotcha. same price, but uh, um, I take that back. I mine's part of the YouTube TV, so that's probably, I can stream right. through the app. So but let me yeah. ask this question. Being the novice that I am to the Game of Thrones world. And, Am I wrong in seeing that that Princess Daemon and or Prince Damon and Princess uh, Rhaenyra? She's the niece; he's the uncle. But am I noticing a little bit of uh, incestuous? Weird oh yeah, kind no, of that's one hundred percent
0: there, and that happens a lot, and in, in uh, to keep the bloodline.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't think you get a bunch of people that are near albino looking. Keep them that uh, way. Looking like that. <laughs> That's not a normal look unless there are not very many branches in the 100%. tree.
0: Um, even in, in Game of Thrones not itself, there's a brother you know, and sister. I mean, I won't say who it is until you watch the show. You may know it already, but, um, but yeah. I don't. If you ever watch the show, I mean, there's a brother-sister thing too. That's kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of okay. shit like that. It's it's all okay. about, it, it, there's some really dark shit, man. It's it's uh well,
1: again. This was you know the first episode I've ever seen, but like when he's putting the necklace on her, I'm like, this is like not erotic, but it's certainly sensual. But he's her yeah. uncle, right? Like, I, I got this cringy, creeped out. But you vibe also get a like, you also get a thing
0: yeah. like with the young princess, and then the um the the, the hand of the king's daughter like they, uh, well, yes. they have somewhat togetherness and then you've got the hand of the king telling his daughter to go comfort the king like in a serious way like what the fuck are you doing you're telling her to comfort him how like that dude's screwed up too like they're all yeah. just screwed up people right that's basically what the show is especially when it comes to, to yeah. uh, physical things
1: <laughs> that was yeah he basically tells his young daughter oh go comfort yeah. the king wear your mother's dress she's fuck probably so she gets pregnant your daughters are pawns he's for probably hoping power? that she's
0: pregnant right so then all of a sudden he's gotta
1: right now now there's the heir, right well it not if male. she has to
0: get married first because no. then it's a bastard you don't get anything
1: um no, that's right and not if you're a consort that's but the right. thing is is
0: what, what's interesting to me they haven't brought up on their show like, i need my heir. well dude you're not 90 go get married <laughs> Like, you don't, you don't have to make any decisions right, right now. Why are you making a decision to your daughter? You could, you know, you, you're still young enough. Um, grab grab a woman, get married that's of high whatever, and try again. I mean, if that's their goal, I'm not saying that's, you know, a love thing, but you can do it. So I wonder why that's not on the table.
1: Well, I probably here's why. And this was alluded to by Prince Damon. He's a weak king. He tries to appease everyone. Yeah, And you know what? He's not exactly no, wrong. No, no, You're, you're not going to rule with authority if you're trying to appease everyone. Now, I'm not saying you have to be an iron, iron-fisted ass, but he, you're right. The current king is not seeing the power that he has in front of him by creating uh, political allegiances by choosing another house or someone else that's going to you know, bring him a new wife that will bring him an heir. I mean, that's... I'm no expert of history and whatnot, but that's how things were done. That's yeah, why it's to keep wars at bay,
0: to keep wars from happening.
1: That's why, you know, King here of England marries Prince here from Spain, who whose father is the, you know, King of France or whatever. You know, all that should time. happen all the time. All the time. And then,
0: but I mean, I guess he's got to find one of the same blood, which I guess is hard if that's a Targaryen thing. So.
1: Yeah, you got to keep that yeah, weird looking so, hair.
0: I mean, maybe there aren't many. Like, that's it. So...
1: So, uh, are you surprised that I liked it as much as I did? Because I'm in. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I purposely, I, I wanted your reaction to happen on this podcast. Well, I, I guess what, what, you I, in for the listeners what I'm curious because, is it's
0: fantasy and you're fine with the fantasy, or are you just like the politic of this? Because I like the show for the politic. It's not necessarily the fantasy of it.
1: Well, see, that's, that's one thing. So many people have said, you know, why haven't you watched Game of Thrones? It's more about politics and that stuff. And I don't doubt that. And then watching this, I'm like, oh, this is 100% politics with dragons. The dragon CGI wasn't so bad. No, no. I mean, you could, if the writing is good enough, you could take this and change everything into spaceships and whatnot. And it's still good. Right? It's the story. And like you said, it's the politics. So... Now, I'm not saying that I'm now a huge Game oh, of got to Thrones give it fan. Time. One episode but does not
0: make anything. We'll see.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's piqued my interest enough where I'm I'm invested with these characters already. I want to see where this goes, so I will watch the next episode, and I'll take it from there. I would there. challenge and
0: you to If it's a good try. show, which I try. As you watch one episode of this, watch one episode of season one of Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, I don't know if I can do that. I gotta. So here's the thing: I can do it. It's a choice. Uh, <laughs> okay, it is a choice. But usually at night, after Shelly goes to bed, I either yeah. play Call of Duty or I read my novel, and I got to finish that because someone else is waiting. The public to read library, it. yeah. So at the library or that? in the house? Yeah, at the library. Yes. So. I, yeah, I'm not trying to say I have no spare time, but I have so many interests and well, so I mean, many geek pursuits, I I can't fill them all. And then, of course, I got to watch season three of Daredevil. That, that 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 point. <laughs> um, is Shaylee watching it with you?
0: Yeah. Did yes. she see the first Game of Thrones? Then just no. right after you watch that one, just watch one episode of that. So it's only two hours of the night, and then you're good. We'll see. I think
1: we're actually going to slot in uh, Paper Girls right.
0: next. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's coming. That's a good yeah,
1: yeah. On Amazon. We'll see. I got it like going on. Well, here's the thing: Game of Thrones yes, is intense sorry. with sex and the violence and the intrigue. I I don't know that we could watch one right back to back because I know I, I don't know that she could take that intensity because I, I mean it took us a long time to get through Ozark because oh yeah we didn't I'm stop it there. As a I, I haven't
0: even still haven't finished the Ozark so, series because it just gets deep
1: to- and, it, and, it's, and I, I I'm sorry I'm putting it on her it's not just her also sometimes you want oh, something Oh, one hundred percent! you need a fucking like, uh a crisp drink after that show <laughs> like, whether, like, exactly so I, I don't know that i want to you know do too much i mean I, I know you're saying only do an episode a week but it's intense we'd really have to space it out like we'd have to find a I'm day i'm just saying we can, that like, like um Game if you films. do it that way like you, it's not
0: a binge like if you if you may hate the first season then you don't have to, then you'll know not to watch the rest but um um, but right. if you watch the first season, I'd be interested as, as you see the first season of the show versus the first season of, of the original. I'd be curious uh, what you thought.
1: We'll see. I'll, I'll pause it because we, we usually watch something at night and we have been tearing through the show. So maybe, maybe not. Obviously, Sunday night's going to be uh, House of the Dragon. Maybe. Maybe Wednesday night. Well, no, not Wednesday, because Wednesday Andor comes. Andor, Thursday, She-Hulk, uh,
0: Lord of the Rings, I believe is a Friday. I won't watch it, I, Ooh, I won't watch yeah, it on Friday. Do more, it yeah, I won't watch it on Monday. It might have to be Tuesday. I won't watch on Friday. i probably watch like, Lord of the Rings and then Game of Thrones right after it. So it'd be a, a Sunday double feature for Ed at Our House. Sunday yeah, fantasy right. with Joe. That sounds really wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one he no one does. has to
0: listen and or watch any of that. So we'll just I'll cut that. No, I won't cut it. Uh <laughs> so that that's a good take. I'm 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 glad you are into it. I, I, I give it a B. I guess I give She Hulk a B minus. I give this a B right now. Um it got me where I wanted to go. Uh there were some actual compelling things that happened in here. You you know, there's a lot of tragedy. There there was there's there's a lot of things in that episode that does Game of Thrones well, um, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I mean, it's all about the writing and, uh, and the season, and will it pull me and keep me in and, and all that good stuff. But so far, so good. So far, so good. Anytime you have uh, – what's his name? Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know how you say his name. Reese? The guy from Spider-Man. Yeah, the oh, guy from Sp- Lizard guy from yes. Spider-Man. Um, he's awesome. Oh, he's fantastic. So he's very – uh, but in Game of Thrones, the hand of the king always gets shit on, and he's the hand of the king. You'll see the little pin uh, that he's got that he wears on the right. He's, he's the, the advisor to the king, as they call him, the hand.
1: Wasn't he also in
0: Notting Hill? I don't know if I've never seen Notting Hill. I'm sure he was. He's one of the English hitters that's everywhere. You know, He's like Michael Caine, which they should find us. Somebody should find Michael Caine. and should get him in the show. All right, that'll do it. We, we've 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 uh, hit our limit, I believe, as to what we could talk about. So uh, let let everybody else uh, know how they can talk to us about She Hulk and or Game of Thrones or Avatar. God forbid, uh, but you can put it on there if you want.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to let us know what you thought of either She Hulk or uh, Game of Thrones, uh, House of Dragon, like you said, which yes. Rice, race, whatever you say his name. He was in Notting Hill, by the way. He was the, he was anyhow. He's in that movie, so that's where I know him from. But if you want to talk about Notting Hill, not really. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Cybercast, or if Facebook is more your style, we have both a page and a group at. Lit and Kybercast. if you like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page at
0: patreon.com/cybercast, or smash that subscribe button because that's what really helps get, get those numbers up for us. Uh, tell a friend. That's another great way to, uh, help out our show. Tell them they can find us on pretty much any podcatcher that's out there. I'm not going to list them this time because it's kind of boring. Uh, or check out our website at kybercast.com. You can listen to all of our episodes there and check out our swag. So, um, very much appreciated for any and all help. Leave a review somewhere, you know, good or bad. Hopefully good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week. I mean, we've got a lot coming up in the next few weeks, uh, but next week, again, is probably going to be some more She-Hulk talk and some maybe some more Game of Thrones, and we'll see what else that comes up news-wise. Um, maybe that Batman Batgirl movie will be leaked somewhere. I don't know. We can see Michael <laughs> Keaton. I wish. So, anyways, until then, thanks for listening, and this is the way.
1: I have spoken.
0: What a piece of junk. (laughs) Boring conversation anyway.